0: I'm here with Davidson men's head basketball coach, Matt McKillop. I appreciate the time. I know this is a, uh, a crazy time. Uh, Never, never any rest when it comes to obviously retention or recruiting, but I do want to ask, you know, this is your first year, you know, finishing up at the helm. What has, you know, you look back at this year, what has been the most, you know, I would say exciting part of kind of having your own running your own ship and also maybe some things that maybe come came to a surprise, if any.
1: Um well first of all thanks for having me here Nathan. Um and uh you know I could always talk Davidson basketball for hours so there was so much excitement in uh so many parts of it. Um I would say the most exciting part was how our team you know we had, we had a we had a great start to the year um but I don't think we were playing great basketball. We we were we were shooting the ball well enough to win some of those games but then we went through some challenging times. We played an incredibly difficult league schedule especially in the month of January and it could have been easy for a group of relatively young guys several new guys with a you know a coach that they're playing for for the first time it, it could have been easy for them to kind of pack it in or um not stick with it not not stick to the to the process of getting better every day and and, and we did practice was great every day it was it was easy to get in the gym with these guys it was you know you could you could finish you could walk out of the gym with your head high knowing that you had the right people in that gym in that locker room Um, and and it showed eventually as we got better and better our offense improved Um, our defense at times looked like it improved and we were playing our best in in February we we won the games that we needed to to end up getting a bye which at some point in the year did not seem like that was going to be the case but but we you know we played with the with a will to win and a will to improve. And, you know, we ran into a great VCU team who's always challenging to play against in the conference tournament. But I I do think that we believe that we could go up to Brooklyn and win that thing because of the people in our locker room. So that's what I'm most excited about from the first year is that we were able to stick together through tough times. We were able to trust each other. Hopefully there was a level of trust from them and me and that we were doing the right things. But I believe that the, um, the product showed in terms of how we continue to get better.
0: Absolutely. And you, you had mentioned it, you know, I obviously was going to discuss it. I mean, you did win five of your last seven, you know, how important is that though? And I understand there is a, you know, going to be a big turnover. There's always turnover, but still to kind of establish that, like you said, work ethic and have that moving into an off season, how important that is.
1: Yeah. Incredible. I mean, it's critically important. And, you know, you, you mentioned that, that stretch we had, there was a stretch in January where we lost to Richmond at home and it was a one possession game in the final minute we lost foster lawyer had a jump shot that would have won the game for us against on the road against George Mason. Um, We had VCU. I'm sorry. We had St. Louis on the ropes at home in the final final minute, minute to go possession game VCU. We had a chance to to take the lead and tie it. And everybody has those types of scenarios, but um, in those games, I believe we were playing well enough to win. We, you know, we, we, we weren't catching the breaks we needed. Um, we didn't shoot the ball as, as efficiently as a lot of Davidson teams in the past shoot the ball. So we were creating the shots that we wanted. We were doing enough, I believe, to to win games against really really tough A10 opponents. It did not go our way. Um, so the importance that we stuck through, stuck with it through then, and then got those wins. Uh, and, and like you said, you know, we new coach, a lot of new players. It, it took till January and February for some of the some of the pieces that are kind of a fabric of our program in terms of the drills we do, the the way we like to play, the things that need to be habits. It wasn't easy to build those as quickly as we we wished. And and I think it resulted in some of those struggles we had in, in late December, early January or, or throughout January. Um, but seeing us get better at those things and then doing them well, and then our guys seeing the results of that improvement, I, I think it's going to bring momentum to the what has already been the case for the spring into the summer and now we've got more guys returning that have been a part of it for a year when really we only had four guys last year that had been a part of the Davidson team the year before or or played a role that they would have been excited about so um, it's crazy to think that we you know we I believe what has set us apart from my father's tenure here for 30 years was that the environment around our program everybody uses the word culture but We've always had guys that have come through for four years and they've learned from the upperclassmen and they become upperclassmen and they teach the underclassmen. And we didn't have that last year. So as great as the people we had in our locker room, those that, that culture, our DNA was not quite what it needed to be because of so many new guys. But now I think we're going to return the type of players that are going to really allow that DNA and that, that culture piece and, and those habits to be um, what we're used to seeing with Davidson basketball.
0: Definitely. And you mentioned, obviously, culture and Davidson has become a staple. It is a staple in the A-10, your success, you know, as a program, which you've been a big part of, obviously, as a, you know, a player and assistant and now a head coach. Moving forward, you know, obviously, we could talk at length about the portal. I don't want to do that. But in terms of what your needs are and how you guys will continue to address what is a little bit more turnover than usual, uh, but what you're looking at in terms of additions to continue to, again, build that Matt McKillop type team that you want at Davidson.
1: Well, I would never want to think of it as a Matt McKillop type team. I would love to think of it as a Davidson type team. And I don't mean that to, to be, to be critical, but that's, that's really what it is. And I think there's a lot of people that believe we have a brand of basketball and a hopefully a brand of character. And that's, that will not change. Um, you know, we, we, we graduated some really good shooters or we lost some really good shooters after that 2022 uh, a 10 championship team. And um, we did a lot of really good things offensively this year, but we were, we were weak in terms of our overall ability to shoot the basketball. So, you know, turnover or not, we, that is a, something we we've addressed and we've, we're working towards and we've got things we're doing this spring to, to hopefully improve. But I think, I think the talent is as a, um, the overall, our our talent to shoot the ball well, will be something that we're always looking to improve upon. Um, I think one thing that we fell short on this year from the defensive side, and we did, we believe it or not, some of our defensive statistics were really strong, but where we, um, fell short the most was our interior defense. And uh, we we were last in the nation in blocking shots. And we were on the lower end um, in, in defending post-ups, whether that were people scoring on us in the post or getting the ball in the post and being playmakers out of the post. Uh, and we, we, you know, we talked about it throughout the year and trying to find ways to improve and work towards it. And, you know, I would say early to mid February, we, we brought up that statistic. We are last in the country in blocking shots. Now, no one in this room is all the, all of a sudden going to become a, an elite shot blocker by tomorrow. But what that requires is focus, toughness, positioning, alertness, all the things that, that make you one step ahead defensively. Um, and that'll be addressed one from a talent standpoint, but really from an improvement standpoint, um, I do believe that we've got all the pieces in place to be a better defensive unit and especially in the interior. But uh, I've seen the work that our our players have put in to become better shooters. Uh, I know some of the players we have coming in that can really shoot the basketball and not to talk too much about personnel, but one one luxury we have is that we had two players that sat out since they arrived here in January. One is uh, Angelo Brizzi who transferred from um, Villanova and another is a freshman from New Zealand who, because of the way that their high school calendar lays out, they he basically finished high school in November and he was able to enroll in January. Um, his name is Hunter Adam. He's six six. Uh, he, he could play m- multiple positions. But um, them being here since January, you know, they didn't. You would have seen them on the bench. You would have not seen them in uniform. But they they felt like they were a part of an A ten team and. and and if you watch them in practice every day, they they they, they are not freshmen by any means, or they not they are not newcomers by any means because of the body of work that they've already had a chance to put in. So um we do have some freshmen coming in that haven't stepped foot on campus yet, and then we've got some newcomers that have stepped foot on campus yet, and that that's pretty exciting for us to think about.
0: Oh, definitely, and I I feel like too gets lost sometimes. And I know not with coaches, but fans, uh pundits, whatever you want to call it, in terms of just development, you know, where it's kind of this instant gratification. Who are we going to get next? You know, we only have these guys, but the steps that the guys that are in the program can make in an off season, obviously, you know, with great coaching and culture can be, you know, monumental. I, you know, last question, uh, you know, foster lawyer, I do want to talk, you know, we always look to the next thing, the next thing, just kind of what he's been for, you know, maybe just you personally before the, for the team and his year that he had, uh, and again, kind of a great representative of Davidson basketball.
1: Absolutely. Um, you know, the Davidson puts out a video for fundraising and foster lawyers, the, the first guy on there because he's, he's represented himself and our program the right way since he stepped foot on, on campus. Um, he was academic, uh, all, all Atlantic 10. Um, he handles himself the right way in every single press conference and, and is so impressive and such a great example of who everybody should watch. High school kids should watch this kid. College guys should watch foster lawyer talking a press conference. And, Never have the spotlight be on him and talk about his coaches and his teammates. Uh, he made my job so much easier in the sense that he could run his own practice if you needed him to. He, he if we would have shoot around um, on the road before games and the TV crew would be there to watch, and they basically th- th- that was always the thing that they would mention is you know you guys didn't talk as much as Foster did. That's pretty impressive that you have someone who's capable of, of communicating like that with his with his teammates. Um, that's that's what's going to be most difficult to replace is his presence, his leadership, and his ability to kind of direct his teammates uh as well as anybody we've been around um but from a personal standpoint I, he was always um always able to help myself and our staff have a pulse of the team throughout a year with young players throughout a year where we did have some losses um he was always an easy guy to go to you know practice today you know how difficult does this need to be from a physicality standpoint what is what is the mood of everybody how, what will get help us get over the next uh to the next day and to get over this hump that we're maybe facing um I mean, I could probably do a whole podcast on Foster oh, yeah. Lawyer in terms of what in terms of what he means to me to to our program. Um, and, and, you know, you don't really want to think of it like this, but um, the transfer portal is crazy right now. But in the same way, high school recruiting is even crazier now because of what the transfer portal is doing to recruiting in general. And Foster Lawyer is the best example of if you pick a place that's the right fit in terms of the style of play, in terms of the role that you have the ability to play. He goes he comes from from Michigan State to Davidson first game. I think he made seven threes and at 30 points. Um, And then he continued to have those types of performances throughout those, the two years that he played here. And I'm not going to speak for him, but I've heard him speak to it and say, like, I had a vision for who I could be as a basketball player. And Davidson was the place I believed I could do that after playing in Michigan state for three years. And and he made the perfect decision. Uh, I hope kids can see the mature maturity of a player like Foster, the intelligent of intelligence of a player like Foster and, and realize that, you know, finding that place where the opportunity and the right fit could lead you to be the player that you always have a vision of being.
0: Absolutely. No. Well, and I hate so. that that
1: just sounded like a, a, a recruiting pitch in a sense, but, but it, it just, it, it, it's, it's who we thought we recruited Foster in high school. We believe that's who he could be. And then it's so, you know, it's, we're going to have our senior banquet and we're going to give him a big hug. And it's, we're so happy that it worked out for him the way it did. And I, and they believe me, there were challenges. Yeah. um while he was here whether it was an injury whether it was him having a tough stretch of shooting throughout his senior year but um but when it when it came down to it he, he ended up at the place that he, he he wanted to be at and he should have come to and um, we were thrilled that we were able to get two years with him
0: definitely well and i think you know it's genuine it also is a recruiting pitch but it's who he is i mean he's a great success like you said i think that is a testament to the davidson program you know and i think that's you know i'm sure you're seeing this You have transfers. You know, everyone points to the bad, but it can also be a great thing. And I think if you have a situation where you can come in and like you said, be the right fit, you can excel. And, you know, he's a perfect example of that. And you guys help foster that. <laughs> no pun yeah, intended.
1: Very true. And I like I started out, he is represented himself in a way that our school wants to put him on a- Pedestal. The pedestal is not the right word, but school wants to put him on display for everybody to see who we have here. He was academic, uh, all Atlantic Ten, and he was our captain for two years after not being with our program for the first three. So it, the character piece shines through in those three things specifically, and no matter what, that'll always be first and foremost with who we want to have in our program. And he just knocked it out of the park in every way.
0: Yeah. Well, listen, coach. Thank you for the time. I appreciate it. I know it's busy. We'll uh we'll be in touch. But uh, good luck this off season. Uh, and have a great Easter weekend.
1: Thanks so much. Thanks for having me on.